just removed. I saw you click the play button. <laughs> Hello. Okay, so you you what? So I went to the gym the other day. Uh huh. And I was on the. What are those things called, Julie? I want to say it's a fly, but I know it's not a fly. A fly? No. It's uh a where you're, when you push it down, right? Yeah. It that's um. Oh, the assisted. Oh, the dip machine. The assisted dip machine. Were you doing dips or pull-ups? I was doing dips. Okay, okay. And I put a certain weight, and I put, like, the, the little smaller weight on top of it. Okay. Okay, that doesn't make any sense. No, I know what you mean. The So she put a, a specific weight, and, like, you know, the weights, mm-hmm. and then there's, like, that little five-pound weight thing yeah. that you could put on top of the set of weights. I put the weight... And then Javi removed the weight while I wasn't looking, which is what you just did, Julie. You recorded. You started recording while I wasn't looking. Well, that's okay. Shout out Javi, <laughs> who is probably streaming right now. Go, what? Twitch. Go, uh, twitch.tv twitch. slash forward slash. <laughs> For, slash forward slash. Bing Chan TV. Uh, uh, to be determined, Bing Chan TV. Well, name, name pending. Name pending. But, yeah. um... Hi, Daniela. Hi, Julie. This is Daniela. I'm Daniela. That's um, her. She was in the last episode in the background. Yeah. I was... I think I was asleep. I can't really... It was, uh... It, it was, was a, really late. It was really late. But, um... And I get sleepy. Like, my bedtime is 10 p.m. Yeah. Not by choice. But, um... I'm just a sleepy person. I brought wine. Yes, And, um... I brought... <sighs> How do you say this? Pinot. 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 Noir. You just gotta pretend you're French. Pinot Noir. I brought this because I took a little quiz on um, online. <gasps> Some MIT students made it. So basically, they ask you a few questions and then they help you determine what your perfect wine is. Oh. And you. Well, you take it, and then it leads to kind of like a subscription where they, like... Okay. Um, mail you wine every month, which I think is genius. But I didn't... I don't want wine every month. I just wanted to know what my... Flavors you'd like. What best wine would be best. And it recommended this one? Yeah. Did it recommend the brand, too? No, this is just, like, Barefoot is just the cheapest wine they have at Publix. Please sponsor us. We love it. Like, yes. <laughs> Give us money. Also, I just want to, like, tell the audience, like how our bottles of wine look they're tiny bottles they're They're tiny plastic little bottles in a four pack (laughs) (laughs) which i did the math those four little bottles equal to one big bottle so you know okay so and they make you feel all fun and fancy you could just screw off the top and then just drink it straight from the bottle because i don't know if you guys have ever been to a place where you have a wine bottle but you don't have a corkscrew it's not fun so i prefer the little twist off thingies you just even when I can't twist off, I mean what what even with twist offs it's always it's always not a fun time. Yeah, sometimes. But these are very convenient and fun, and they make me feel happy. For Julie, I bought white zif- zin. I always forget the end. Zin fondue. Yeah, apparently because, um, it, it is pre- not a white wine. Apparently, it's a pink wine, but it has the word white in it. It has notes of watermelon and strawberries, and you can taste it. It's very good. I'm yeah. enjoying this a lot. Also has higher alcohol content than a uh, rosé. Oh, this podcast gonna get fun. <laughs> uh-huh. uh. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> welcome to episode four, everybody. Welcome. <laughs> yeah, we're here. Um, I'm a little sick. I came back from uh, 
a weekend getaway to Atlanta to visit my boyfriend. Wow. wow. <laughs> and on the plane ride home, I am convinced someone was contagious and got me sick because that night my throat hurt a lot and I've been sick the whole week. Mm-hmm. It's going away, but slowly. So if I sound a little, a little, what is she, sheepish? Sheepish, yeah. If I sound a little sheepish, I apologize in advance. And if I sneeze really loud, I'm sorry for your eardrums. Just bless Julie in advance. Thanks. Wow. <laughs> bless me, please. I need a good blessing. Ugh. So it's actually kind of funny that you were talking about that MIT thing because the whole reason why we're drinking is because Daniela introduced me to this podcast called And That's Why We Drink, which I've mentioned, I think, in, like, all three other episodes Uh that I've done. Um, It's a good podcast. It is. And they drink in every episode. And the team wine girl in that actually talked about that same test one time. She did. Yeah, in, like, one of the first couple episodes. Yeah, I think... Oh, wow. And it's really, like, it's really popular now. And this podcast is from two years ago. Yeah. So I guess, like, you know, content just recycles itself on the internet. Like memes. But, <laughs> um, oh, yeah, she did. And I think she got paired with, uh, I don't know, some white wine, I think. I think so, too. And then she also talked about the fact that it was subscription-based, so that yes. she, like, didn't want to do it. <laughs> yeah. But... I mean, I recommend that you just put your email. I'm sorry. I'm not supposed to be. I work in marketing. I'm not supposed to be encouraging people to just sign up for emails and then unsubscribe from said email. (laughs) But um, you can just take the little quiz and find out what wine you should buy. MIT, Um, please sponsor us. Yes. And (laughs) wine subscription, please sponsor us. I forgot your name. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll post it it in the the link. Um... But yeah, that podcast is really cool. I would recommend it. And I remember, like, when you first told me about it, you said that it was really cool that, like, they were so new. And, like, listening to the beginning of it, it was really neat to, like, hear them talk about how, like, oh, like, only my mom and dad are going (laughs) to listen. And then, like, hearing them go from that to hearing them say, like, oh, my God, we have thousands of listeners now, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they have, like, a hundred and something episodes. So I'm still on episode, like, 21. But I think... It's really sweet. And they are huge now. Yeah. Very popular. Goals. Goals. Yeah. Yeah. My goal after this week of being back to work is to get rich from this podcast and not work anymore. So, (laughs) Uh guys, listeners, please make that happen. Thanks. Thanks. (laughs) Content creation. So, Danielle, you mentioned you do marketing, but tell us, tell us further. What, what do you do? So, um, I work at a museum, uh, an art museum downtown, and in Miami. I, in Miami, yes, we are based off Miami, aka Julie's room. <laughs> okay, well, it's not really Miami. Where are you, Quitlerbay? Yeah, that's that's almost that's Miami. like a subsection of Miami, in, in my opinion. We're like ten minutes. We're actually five minutes from the ocean. I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, but not like the beach Beachy, ocean. Just like nicer, like open open ocean i guess with birds with birds um i like birds i'll get to that in a second (laughs) but (laughs) um yeah so i work at the marketing department and i assist with a pr and really i do like website edits for the museum as well um i 
learned that it's very hard to do marketing for a nonprofit. Like budgets are very very low. Oof. <laughs> so we have to work with as many free like stuff as we can. Um, so we work a lot with like sponsors. We, you know, encourage donations to the museum, but I'm not gonna say which museum it is. So there you go. You know, just if you ever want to donate money to a museum in Miami, yeah, <laughs> you can. They're taking. Yeah, <laughs> and we were we try to work a lot with influencers, just like you know, like Inst- Instagram influencers and stuff like that. Yeah, you mean? or like bloggers. So what we offer usually is like comp admission or like comp um, meals and stuff. Oh man. Yeah. So, you know, we have to work with what we have. I need to get big enough to be uh, <laughs> comped, <laughs> comp, to get comped meals. It is possible. That's my goal. <laughs> not comp tickets, not comped entry, comped meals. Comp, yes. That's when you know you've made it. Comped ramen. Oh, Can you imagine? That's the goal. That's the real goal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Daniela is the person who took me to one of my favorite ramen places here in Miami. And the noodles aren't, like, the best but I think, like, the general atmosphere and, like, the menu and stuff is really cool. It's called Oho Noodles Noodle Market. Mm-hmm. It's by Sunset Mall and, like, by UM, University of Miami. Yes. not Miamians. It's true. <laughs> um, we have to specify. Yeah. Um, but that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Daniela graduated um, literally, like, a day after I did. So she graduated with me in marketing at... FIU and so it's kind of neat that she's like already in her field I guess I try (laughs) yeah very cool did you did you get that job prior to graduating or was it right after no I graduated I think in when did we graduate April um like very early May like literally May 1st or something we graduated in May and then um I was kind of like job hunting I had worked at the museum already for about three years um doing like visitor services and working in their retail store um so there was a position that opened up for marketing and i'm like okay i guess this is good timing it was like october so it had been a few months since i graduated but i was like okay i'm gonna apply and then yeah you know it kind of helps they they like to hire from within i learned me too yeah (laughs) (laughs) Julia. Uh, we don't have to go there. It's okay. Um, <laughs> but, um. but yes. I, if you're looking for a job in your field, don't get discouraged. Keep a blank. <laughs> but in Miami, it's pretty hard. <laughs> Sorry, Bless guys. Up, Julie. <laughs> Miami, yeah, like. I feel like the niche here is, like, real estate sales. Mm -hmm. Like, it's a beautiful city. Like, you know, people want to come here for tourism. So, hospitality is also big here, too. That means, like, for people who majored in other stuff, like... Yeah. It's hard. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I know. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, everybody thinks Miami is, like, a really artsy city. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be fooled. It's not. It's, it's definitely a cup and a cup and up and coming uh, yeah. RC city, but just like the. It's, it's for a specific kind of culture, I think. Yeah, and just kind of like the the pay is very um competitive. Yeah, would that be a nice word? Yeah, I guess. Like artists come here to like make a name for themselves, but 
um, it's kind of hard to stay here. I would say kind of like New York, kind of like, you know, the American dream is over there. And I feel like in Miami, it's uh, new. Yeah. So one day, it'll be... I wouldn't say that. I was going to say one day it'll be like New York, but no. No. Maybe like a few centuries from now. (laughs) (laughs) So never. So never. (laughs) Like, uh, isn't... Oh, my God. Denzel Curry... Isn't he, like, a really good example of that? Yeah, so, actually, um, Denzel Curry is from Broward, and he... If you guys don't know who that is, he's a, a rapper. Yeah, he's a rapper who... He just felt like, here in Florida, like, no one was taking him seriously as an artist, like, as a musician. Um... He was just like, kind of like, fuck this. So he... Am I allowed to curse on this podcast? Yes, you are. I have marked it as E. E. For everyone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so he was just kind of like, I'm not staying here. So he moved to LA and he is pretty big now. He's... I went to one of his concerts a few months ago and it was pretty... It was pretty cool. It was sponsored by Red Bull. Red Bull, if you want to sponsor us. Yeah, please. Feel free to. <laughs> Send me free Red Bull. <laughs> So, tickets were really cheap. They were, like, $15, and you got, like, a free drink. A free Red Bull drink. Did you get free merch, too? Yes. I got an awesome shirt. It was only available in large, but I... Made it work. Yes. Nice. You know, sometimes, like, baggy shirts are, like... Not only are they comfy, but they're also cool. And they're kind of in style. Yeah. That's That's my style. Exactly. There you go. So, I was like, yes... I think it was extra large. Whatever. So, <laughs> so um, you yeah. know, if it doesn't work in some one place, maybe consider going to another, another place. place. Yeah, that's I, me right now. Like I love LA. I I was thinking about that the other day. LA has I've been there twice already. Um, in like the last few months. So LA has awesome food. Mm. They have. I almost said something I shouldn't say. Uh, Uh-oh. <laughs> what is it? Now you gotta say it. They have a uh, legal weed. Oh. <laughs> it's legal over there. But uh, <laughs> they also have, um, they have good music. They have, like, jobs in music, which is, like, basically what I want to go into eventually. Um, so I work in marketing, but I want my niche to be music marketing. Uh, even more specifically music festival marketing but that's very um it's pretty competitive but you know like the jobs for that kind of market are always in LA or I guess other parts of Cali too like San Fran and New York okay and the big cities yeah and I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Atlanta too but like for certain genres okay and, and then, you know, Austin, you know, it's, like, smaller. But the big ones are definitely L.A. and New York. It, man, I move my hands a lot. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, moving my hands as... It's okay. They can't, this. they can't see it. Exactly. So they don't need to know. But I... I'm telling them anyway. That's just, like, fine. This, it's just... It's... I know you guys can't see me. But I'm opening another one. But... <laughs> <laughs> Round two. <laughs> Where was I? Oh, no. I'm all over the place. Okay. So... <clears throat> You were talking about Denzel Curry, and then you were talking about L.A. Oh, my God, L.A. Yeah, so we'll LA. get back to the, the marketing thing in a minute. Yeah. So, they have the beach. They have mm-hmm. the beach here, too, but there's just something about the ocean over there that's so nice. Um, Maybe the the fact that it's a different ocean. <laughs> true. 
it's a lot colder over there too but um i don't know it's just like i feel so free over there yeah like there's so many possibilities the weather is nice the weather is nice um maybe that's what it is it's it's the god what's it called la is like the land of dreams or something like that yeah and everyone's very well i guess la is a little like people have places to be but um, that's what everybody says (laughs) yeah that like la is just like we're talking about la and how miami's a shit show but i feel like la la people I don't know. I was going to call them aliens, but that doesn't make yeah. sense. <laughs> aliens. Ah. Uh-huh. Um, they always talk about how, like, L.A. is such a shit show, so, I mean, yeah, well, maybe it just depends on where you live. Honestly, like, I guess, you know, maybe the personalities over there are a little difficult, but mm-hmm. here in Miami, the personalities are difficult and there's no opportunities. Yeah. But only because, like, if, if we're starting, if we're trying to stay positive here, <laughs> only because, like, Miami is a new city, and every day there's, like, new opportunities. Like, five years ago, it wasn't as big of an, like, artsy city as it is now. Like, yeah. we have Art Basel, we have, Winwood. like, Wynwood, we have, like, galleries in Miami Beach. But, um, so, like, every day there's new stuff. We have, like, shows now. I I feel like every day you hear about, like, a new mural being built or a new statue being constructed on. Like, Mm -hmm. there's always, like, art is, like, expanding throughout the whole city. Yeah. But it's still very difficult Mm -hmm. to just (laughs) exist here. Even the Miami Film Festival, like, every single year it happens, it's just becoming, like, bigger and bigger. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I would say, I guess living Miami, comparing L.A. to Miami is just, like... It's not fair. Yeah, it's... It's a good city. It's... It might be difficult... L.A. It might be difficult, but it's, uh... There's just so much to do there. So much opportunity. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was also cool for shopping, too, wasn't it? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay. (laughs) I forgot to get into this. The fashion over there is amazing. It's very expensive, but... I feel like some of my favorite, like, articles of clothing I bought in L.A. And, like, I will never let these, like, things go. I got, like, a nice vintage... Is it vintage? I got it from a vintage shop. Like, a nice (laughs) Adidas jacket. I got, like, Uniqlo, because we don't really have Uniqlo in Miami. There's one in Orlando, but... um, I I make it a point to go there every single time I go to Orlando. It's Mm kind of bad. (laughs) I mean, it's worth it. They're clothes are very high quality Um, it's like super high quality but for like h&m forever 21 pricing mm -hmm. so it's like really awesome obviously more like h&m pricing i want to say but like i know i have so many like work pants from there that are freaking amazing and i'll be posting them on my instagram eventually of course and yeah and like i said they're freaking h&m pricing and like h&m runs for like 10 bucks a t-shirt and so does uniqlo but uniqlo is like 10 times nicer in quality mm-hmm. and style yeah yeah what was the most expensive thing you bought in la um, clothing wise i would say was that adidas jacket that jacket was uh 80 dollars okay but- <laughs> that's not okay that's not terrible you know coming mm-hmm. from yeah it's not bad <laughs> but um only because i did um go into a shop where they had some awesome clothes, but everything was, like, 70% off for some reason. Oh, nice. So, so like, that's Julie opening up another one. 
<laughs> cracking a cold one. <laughs> it's not cold. It's room temperature. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, right. was... Actually, I couldn't have done anything. I bought them right before coming. Aren't, aren't you supposed to drink these kind of wines, kind of room temperature anyway? You know what? I do not know anything about wine. You should have Nathan come into your podcast. Yeah, Nathan. <laughs> um, we're expecting you. Yeah. Soon. And it'll just be, oh, God, no, he'll make me drink beer. I don't want that. <laughs> that might happen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but, um. So, yeah, I, I went to San Diego, like, two years ago. I want to go back. Um, I went for Comic-Con, though, so. <laughs> but I really want to go to L.A. I feel like uh, L.A. is calling my heart. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, right now I'm looking at life and I don't know if I've mentioned this on an earlier episode but I want to be a screenwriter um so I feel like my top three places to like live are New York LA and Atlanta because mm-hmm. like the film scene and all three of those are like obviously the most prominent I almost want to say that in a weird way New York's probably like the least out of the three yeah it's just you go to New York for like play and Broadway uh-huh. and yeah like that kind of fame which is like totally different from like film because in Cali you have Hollywood right mm-hmm. and I know that um I remember I don't remember how this came up I don't remember if it was like a movie or a show but acting in a theater thing versus acting in a like movie or tell or television show is like so so different and i think it's the same applies for screenwriting for them because like in movies and tv like everything's about like your facial expression mm-hmm. but in plays people aren't close enough to see your face so yeah. it, you have to do like all body language and i just think that's so cool mm-hmm. um but yeah right now like la is really expensive and <laughs> i'm a college True. i just graduated from college so yes my my looks are either Atlanta or New York within the next year. Mm-hmm. And New York's also expensive, but I have family there. So before you bash me <laughs> for that one, just know that I will be financially stable if mm-hmm. that happens. Yeah. The same thing for me. Um, I uh, L.A. is like a dream, but mm-hmm. uh, an LA eventual is, dream. L.A. is like in the next 10 years, whereas like <laughs> Atlanta, New York is in my five-year plan. <laughs> uh-huh. I also have family in New York, so it would be... Also, just New York is more accessible. <laughs> in, yeah. In L.A., you have to be very patient. With with traveling. <laughs> yeah. I have a hard time with that already here. It's awful. Which, I mean, <laughs> New York's also really bad with traffic and stuff like that, but they have, like, accessible, like, routes. Like, obviously, you could take a taxi. You could take the train. You could take the bus. You could mm-hmm. take, like, all these other things. And, like, obviously, like, yeah, I mean, my mom grew up there, so, mm-hmm. you know, it's very doable. I mean, everybody who lives there, almost nobody who lives there has a car. Yeah, So exactly. Would you live in the city, or would you live, because I know I would live in Jersey. Yeah. Um, right, like, by the George Washington or something like that. My family also lives in New Jersey, so. Um, what part of Jersey? I'm actually not, not sure, not but sure? they said. Okay. My aunt was like, we're very close to New York City. So I'm like, okay. Probably near my family. My family lives... Maybe I shouldn't out them, but I'm going to do it anyway. They live in Bergenfield, but then my... Which is in Bergen County, which is, like, one of the bigger counties there. Apparently, um, 
Ted Bundy <laughs> killed a lot of people in Teaneck and Hoboken, which is the two towns right next to nice. Bergenfield. <laughs> um, shout out to the Ted Bundy tapes on Netflix. <laughs> Please sponsor us. <laughs> Please sponsor us, Netflix. <laughs> um, but, and then my older, or I guess not my older cousin. Wait, hold on. I have two cousins. I forgot where one of them lives. It's something with an R. And then my other cousin lives in Fort Lee, which is literally like... There's Edgewater, which is right on the other side of the bridge. And then there's Fort Lee, which is, like, right next to it. Okay. So I would live probably, like, around there. It's kind of expensive. Mm-hmm. More so than, obviously. But, um, yeah, it's, like, cheaper than city living, and it's right there. And you just got to take a train into the city. Yeah. So commute would be shit, but I'm sure it's better than your current commute. <laughs> Fun. I yeah. live, uh, like, okay, I live 25 minutes away from my job. Do you really? Traffic. 20? 20 minutes, maybe? That's that's a lot less than I thought it'd be. Okay. I'd, I'd say 20 or 25 without traffic. With traffic, <laughs> it's like um, an hour and a half, almost two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember... Okay, whatever. I'm just going to say it. I recently went to an interview to that museum. <laughs> and on my way back, I got caught in rush hour. It was like oh, literally God. like five o'clock. And I was like, okay, well, let's do it. Or I think it was even 4.30. But, you know, it still happened. Mm-hmm. And it took me probably two to two and a half hours to get home. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, working in the city is not always fun. Yeah, especially when you're not close to the city. Yeah. <laughs> but she also takes, like, public transportation. Yeah. Which, I don't know, do you think that's faster? Uh, it is faster when there are no delays. Delays um, happen often, especially when it rains. For some reason, when delays happen, I mean, when delays happen, when rain falls from the sky (laughs) the train just decides to not work okay that makes sense and it rains here a lot have you you've been to new york right you went Mm -hmm. a couple months not months ago but almost a year ago that was the first time i saw snow oh a year ago how cute isn't yeah (laughs) on my birthday week by the way my birthday is coming up guys so if you want to send me money i'll accept it if you want to send the sponsors i'll also accept it (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) And so when you were there, did you take the subway at all? Yes. Okay. And we went with a... We... Well, I wouldn't say she's a local, but um, I went there for, like, community service, and our leader was from New York. She hadn't... She had not lived in New York. Like, she went to FIU for college, Florida International University. Yeah, I've mentioned that so many times in, throughout this podcast, and I don't know if I've ever said what it means. So she she was from New York, but she had not been in New York for, like, three years. Okay. But still, like, you know, you know your way around. Yeah, like, my mom... lived there. My mom hasn't lived there since she was, like, 23, and she still knows, like, some of the stops and stuff yeah. by heart. Like, I think, like, once you live there, you know. Except... <laughs> Except, okay, there's a story yeah. to this. Okay, go on. She, um, she, we got lost a lot. Uh, yeah. But I, I honestly think just, um, well, we went to, like, a lot of different parts of New York, and just, like, the subway system is a little complicated. Mm-hmm. So, it's, <laughs> it taught me a lot. It, it, I think the biggest lesson I learned that is if I ever worked there, and I am just starting to, like, you know, learn my way around. I will probably leave two to three hours before my shift starts. That just sounds in smart. Case I end up in Queens. Okay. When I'm supposed to go to Rockway. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, okay. Question. 
Um, do you think the subway system in New York is safer or in the Miami public transportation system here? Um, wow. I... Because I have my own theories that I will yeah. explain in a minute. I mean, yeah. So the only time I was in New York was a week uh, in March. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was for your birthday. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that I missed um, Julie's birthday three years in a row? Four years? Three years? Just because every single year... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was really involved while I was in college. And every single year, some ridiculous trip to another city happened during mm-hmm. spring break, which was always... Julie's Julie, birthday. Julie's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> but this year, I won't miss it. And this I'm year, no longer in college. This year's the big year. It's the big year. Why? 23. Oh. Do you know why, Daniela? I know. Why. Say it for our fans. Because no one likes you when you're 23. Shout out. <laughs> Blink-182. I went... I'll get into this later. <laughs> or I'll get into this now. So I... <laughs> I like to go to music festivals. And um, for my 23rd birthday, I went to Lollapalooza. Only... Not only. There were a lot of different artists that I wanted to see. But Blink-182 was performing on my birthday. Like, exactly... August 4th. That's her birthday. Birthday. <laughs> in Chicago. Lollapalooza. Because there's different Lollapaloozas oh, around it? the world. Mm-hmm. Oh. There's one in Chile and uh, other cities that I don't remember. Okay. But I was like, I think I have to go. And it was also, it had been a while since Blink-182 had performed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and, and on he, my birthday. Yeah, I was like, you had to. I had to. On my birthday, I watched them perform What's My Age Again. When she turned 23. And it was amazing. About 23. <laughs> I think so. Um, I remember, like, <laughs> we, so we, uh, Ludwin and my now boyfriend, Mike, uh, share a birthday, July 22nd. Daniela's birthday is August 4th. So <laughs> this last year, we decided to celebrate all three of their birthdays somewhere in the middle, like that weekend after Ludwin and Mike's birthday. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, so obviously it was prior to Daniela's birthday. So what I had did, what I had done, not what I had did. I'm an English major. <laughs> Hello. I'm sick. You're I apologize. Graduate. <laughs> I'm an English graduate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. Um, so what I had done, because I felt so bad because I had owed her this thing for an entire year, <laughs> was I made her a cake before she could turn 24. That said... <laughs> Nobody likes you when you're 23. <laughs> While she was still 23. 23. <laughs> I think you, it was Julie. cool. You're welcome. I, I was very happy. <laughs> uh, a little little hint. I want one of those cakes for my 23rd. Mm-hmm. I had this planned in advance. Yay! Wait, fuck. <laughs> okay, okay, we won't say anything. I'm, I'll pretend. I'll forget. I'm sick. Julie, yeah. I'll get. Well, I'll finish all the wine bottles. I won't remember. Podcast. Erase this from your memory. <laughs> we're, we're... Well... Okay. Oh my god, Julie. Yeah. I'm on my second bottle. What up? Uh. <laughs> um, oh, wait. Okay, yeah. For so, reference, wait. So that... These are mini bottles. We're not drinking entire bottles, as we addressed earlier in this podcast. Yes. I'm trying to look Small to bottles. see how big they are each. Um, they're... 750 millimeters i don't know if i'm writing that right that's the whole bottle 
Not as a whole bottle. But it's okay. I think they get it. I maybe okay. <laughs> that there's 750 millimeters divided between four. There we go. Okay, I see it. It says four dash one eighty seven millimeters. So there's they're each one hundred and eighty seven millimeters. You guys have seen those little boxes with the four lines. I know you have. You know the one with the feet on them. Yeah. Send feet pics. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. Back to our previous discussion, because I wanted to go back to this. So you want to be a marketer specifically in music, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Talk talk to me a little more about that. So I, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I dedicated a lot of time in college to like, just learning a lot about marketing. Um, and marketing is pretty universal. Like everyone needs marketing. Um, so luckily, I like the fact that I can combine what I studied with one of my passions, which is music. And I don't play any instruments. I did play the cello when I was in middle Ooh. school. And I played the baritone. Can slash... I ask you why you chose to play the cello? Because I have a feeling there's some lame-ass weeb reason behind it. Is there? <laughs> I don't know. Is there? <laughs> you tell me. Fine. I'll be completely blunt about it. The guy I liked... <laughs> The guy I liked in middle school, I, okay, well, I joined orchestra, and I was like, I think I want to play the violin, and he's like, you should play the cello, it's a lot cooler, and then I was like, okay. Do you remember his name? (laughs) Julie, we're not talking about this. Can you give him a shout out? (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Jeremy? (laughs) I am 99% sure you might not listen to this podcast, but if that 1% you do, that sentence does not make sense. It did, it did. <laughs> Shout out to you. What up? For <laughs> teaching me that the cello... Okay, I'm not going to lie. The cello is pretty awesome. I wanted to learn the cello like a couple years ago. <laughs> yeah. I... When I'm rich, because nice cellos are really expensive, when I'm rich, I will buy a cello and I will probably put it in a room and stare at it because learning I it's pretty hard to learn how to play it. It's mm-hmm. um it's like a deeper sound. So, it's usually you have to be accompanied by like a violinist or like a viola player. I don't know how to say viola player. You said players. it right. Oh. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. But um usually so like cellos are included in quartets um just because it has such a deep sound. But cellos they they do have their own solos mm-hmm. which are super hard to learn. But shout out to Chalice. Yeah. Like, Yo-Yo Ma. Pretty awesome. He I mean, is a cellist. Yes. I'm not sure if he still is. But I admired him when I was in middle school. Okay. But, um, I mean, when I was in middle school, I re- related to you a lot because I played the wind instrument version whoa. of the cello. Or it might be the wind instrument version of a bass. I don't really know. Wait. Brass? <laughs> what? Wind? Wind instrument? Which one? It might be brass. I don't freaking know. The it's a tuba. brass. Yeah, it's a tuba. <laughs> I played a tuba. <laughs> brass. For you guys who don't know how I look, please go onto my Instagram <laughs> at Infinity Jewels. I am five two. The tuba is bigger than her. Yeah. <laughs> let's, just, let's just say that. Um, I honestly, for the majority of my tuba career, I was, my teachers were a big fan of me because I was a small female tuba player and they thought that was really cool, but I never told them that I faked it nearly half the time. (laughs) Half the time I would just blow like a, 
<laughs> and then just like click random buttons because there's only three buttons on the tuba. But it's hard. Like you need so you basically need to make the sound with your with your like your, lungs. Yeah. Yeah. Your, <laughs> yeah. That's your you know, noise. And like it's kind of just I don't know. I I guess they thought I had the lung capacity to mm-hmm. do that, which is kind of cool. It takes yeah. I remember um, in high school I actually played the euphonium. Oh, why did I do that? <laughs> I was in marching band. Um, in high school. In high school, yeah. Is this your freshman year? Uh, sophomore year. So in Robert Morgan. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Yeah, I know. I was in marching band. I played the euphonium, and I remember the first time I picked up the baritone. They call it like it's like a baritone slash euphonium, and I never got to like the bottom like why it has two different names, but it's the same instrument. So, um, maybe the euphonium has an additional key. Podcast, if you know, please let, let us know. know. Yeah, <laughs> what is the difference? <laughs> <laughs> but um, I would play, and I remember the first time like I tried the brr sound. Like, <laughs> I, I feel like we're being Cardi B over here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got so dizzy. Like, it's just, you have to, like, accumulate so much lung, mm-hmm. <laughs> so much, like, re- like yeah air into that big instrument. So, like, the baritone is a little smaller than, no, it's a lot smaller than the tuba, but it basically has the same shape. Okay. So. I remember the same when we, um, when we first started, like, that year in band, we had to, like, go around and try, like, each instrument. To see, like, oh, what really? fit us. Yeah. So, I originally thought I was going to be, like, a flute player or something Ooh. like that. Um, so, I tried, like, the flute, the trumpet, the clarinet. I f- think I tried a French horn, even, and the trombone. Mm-hmm. And then, like, the la- one of the last things I went to was the tuba. And, like, I did, like, one or two notes, and the teacher was like, wow, you did that really well. And, like, all the other ones, like, all the wood instruments, mm-hmm. I couldn't figure out. Oh like, God. it would just come out like a... Like, it was, like, so weird, because, like, that random piece of, like, wood's just, like, in, in the wood. <laughs> yeah, the reed. People can make this in an innuendo. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then, yeah, so, um, I think, like, the coolest thing I ever did as a tuba player was we learned the Pirates of the Caribbean song for the second movie. Mm-hmm. And, um, that's the one that, like, introduces Davy Jones. So the tuba player has got to play as his heartbeat in the song. Wow. So we were just like the... Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> it was so cool. There's just something about being like the deeper sound of the... Uh, is. Eh. Okay, so like band is still band, right? Yeah. 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 So deeper sound of the band <clears throat> or the orchestra. You're so important. But it's like... No, no, yeah. No, you're really important. But you just don't... It's not, like, as, like, fast as, like, the you wind instruments. Yeah, I feel like you're really important, but, like, uh, in a not-noticed way. Yeah, you're not as noticed, but if you don't play, like, if there's no tubas in a band... You notice that shit. Yeah. Like, okay, so this is an embarrassing story. I remember, <laughs> um, for, like, our, like, midterms and finals and stuff like that, we had to go to um or like for every quarter i think and like in high school or in middle school there was like four quarters out of the year Mm -hmm. so at the end of every quarter we had a concert and in one of these concerts my two other friendly tuba players decided not to go and i did not want to go to that one but i was forced to go because my grade it didn't depend on it but like you know like getting an f is shitty Mm -hmm. so 
I went and I was the only tuba player there. Mm-hmm. And at this time, I was the only tuba player who faked everything. Mm. <laughs> so I was like forced to like put on my A game and like learn all these songs that we were doing just based on looking at them and playing them and like I feel like I got my shit together because nobody noticed how bad everything was. Good. And I just played like a little bit like I think I did a, a little lower than <laughs> I would in class. And yeah, and I, I don't remember him complaining to us about anything. I think there was like a couple times throughout the two years that I played it that he had us like show him that we like knew the stuff. But I think he did that to like everybody. Mm-hmm. And there was only, I think actually in the Pirates of the Caribbean song, we had like a little solo, but the solo was literally just us doing the heartbeat. And that I knew how to do well. This was in middle school or in high school? This was in middle school. Middle school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was going to go to high school for tuba as well, but I had heard that our high school was really strict about band stuff, and I was like, "Mm, hmm, I don't want to be the girl tuba player anymore. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Um, It was not, it was never like a passion or anything. mm Mm-hmm. I remember when I had to bring the... And, like, we played the big-ass tubas in middle school. Like, we didn't have, like, the smaller one that, like, the marching band carries. We had, like, the huge one. Oh, my God. Yeah. But you were, you were never, like, in a marching band, right? No. Okay, luckily. Yeah. Yeah, those those giant things you have to, like, sit down with. It's just, mm-hmm. like, yeah. <laughs> and I think one time, with the giant one... I think for a concert, like, they didn't have the stands or something like that, so I had to, like, hold it in my lap, and it was, like, the first time, and it was so awkward, because, again, I am very small, (laughs) so that was fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Shout out to tuba players. Yeah, shout out to tuba players. You guys really work for that shit. Mm Mm-hmm. But, I forgot what I was going to say. Um, we were talking about you wanting to pursue music and that you have a really oh, big passion God. for music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't play any instruments, but I appreciate music. Okay. I feel like, um, I was always, like, a big listener of, like, Strictly Rock. I grew up with, um, like, a, ah. Mm, uh, I wouldn't say a metal family, but my dad's side was, like, big metal, big classic rock. Okay. And, um, I lived with my dad for most of my youth. Mm, no, like, half of my youth. And so that was, like, a big influence, so I was like, eh, like, other genres are dumb. I was the same. Mm-hmm. But then in high school, I... Had a BF shout out to Chris if you're listening. I'm ninety nine point nine percent sure you won't, but if that point one percent happens, you know. Yeah, just out. in case. <laughs> you never know, right? I you mean, never know. He could somehow find this. Maybe. Maybe he'll follow somebody who follows somebody who follows somebody who follows me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he was like, "Hey, like this band is really cool," and it was Passion Pit. You, if you guys ever listen to Passion Pit. Like, or if you haven't yet, you definitely should. They haven't made music for a while. They, him, I'm not even sure if it's just, like, Michelangelo's, Michael, Michael, oh, fuck, he has a really weird name. Michael, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll call him Michael. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he hasn't made music in a while, but he, like, has, like, some really good talent. Like, I remember listening to 
I think it was Gossamer when it first came out, and I was like, oh my god, this is amazing. So, it was very different from, like, what I usually listen to. It He's was very different. So, some people yeah. don't like Passion Pit. Yeah. So, this guy alters his voice. Um, like, in his insanely. Own, yeah. <laughs> he, like, it's, um, would you say it's, like, rock? I'd say, like, it's, like, electronic rock. Cause they, I, yeah, I'm, that genre, like, I always considered just, like, indie rock. And I remember, indie like, rock, yeah. typing that in and, like, uh, back in the days before Spotify, I listened to Pandora a lot. So, mm-hmm. like, Passion Pit was one of those bands that always come up on my indie rock playlist. Yeah. They're, like, um, it, they're definitely a band that, like, took this genre and definitely, like, experimented with it. Mm-hmm. Um, Same with MGMT. Yeah, so like MGMT was like another band that I immediately fell in love with, but I, I'll just always remember Passion Pit as just like the one that like kind of like completely changed my perspective of music. Um, if you were in like high school or middle school in like the early 2010s, like 2010 to 2015, like you know Passion Pit, you know MGMT, you know uh, Foster the People, like yeah. you, and like you might not even recognize them by band name. But you'll recognize, like, the songs. Like, you'll recognize Sleepyhead. Mm-hmm. You'll recognize Pumped Up Kicks. You'll recognize uh, Kids. And, like, all those songs are, like... I don't know. I feel like I got really into that music in, like, 10th grade. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, my thing. Yeah. And... <laughs> Excuse me. Like, I don't know. I was really inspired. And in high school, I actually... Julie and I went to the same high school. We um, did. Yeah. We met each other on my, like, my first day of high school. Oh, yeah, you're right. We were in math class together. <laughs> for it's a funny a day. story. <laughs> <laughs> so our high school had this really big uh, scheduling problem where they just, they would make student schedules and then change them up, like, the next day. Mm-hmm. And it, it would be, like, a huge mess for, like, a week or two. Yeah, everything would be all... I luckily never had to deal with that. Uh-huh. But I know, like, a lot of people did, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I had to deal with that. But I'm not going to lie, it made it kind of easier because um I was in... Um, a lot of high schools in Miami, you can choose academies, which is basically like a like it's a, like a mini major. Yeah, like a mini major that you want to focus on for four years. And our high school made us stick with that throughout all four years. Like yeah, once you, you chose it, it, you could not change it. So I went to this high school for art, and um, I <laughs> yeah, so like. A lot of my classes got messed up, but, like, my junior and senior year, they were very, very flexible with me just, like, choosing, like, I swear, my senior year, like, three of my, half of my classes were... Electives? Art. <laughs> my senior year was literally, like, the easiest freaking year yeah. in the planet. I didn't take a science. I didn't take a math. Mm-hmm. I literally had, like, four out of my six classes were electives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, that's pretty Talk though. about fucking slacker life. <laughs> Senioritis. Oh, big time. <laughs> so, like, that came in handy, but when I was in my sophomore year, I was in this math class that Julie was also in. As a freshman. Where so you apart. were ahead. I, oh, yeah, I'm, I was a smart kid. Yeah, Julie was good at math. I I tried very well, I hard. I almost failed that class, so <laughs> oh, okay. maybe let's, before we say that I'm good at math. Let's Geometry. <laughs> Geometry almost freaking killed me. I'm not gonna lie. Who did who did you have this? Mr. George. Yeah. If you're ever listening to this, Mr. God. George, you are the worst math teacher of life, and you need to learn how to teach that subject. Maybe. Uh, well, I don't think he'll listen to it. He but if won't. he does, just be like, oh, it's another Mr. George. He would just like 
teach it in one way mm-hmm. and then somebody in the class would be like i'm confused can you repeat that he would then teach it in a completely different <laughs> way and be oh like you God. understand right and then when everybody's like no he's like well that's your fault for not understanding it's like what the <laughs> hell man come on he sucked there were a lot of complaints about this uh teacher there were it was it's not just me guys no it's not you could look up his uh well i guess rate my professor doesn't exist for Teachers. For teachers, yeah, I almost call him a professor. It's 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 crazy going from like teachers and then calling like I, I always get weirded out yeah, by that. Yeah, professors. When I call, when I've like called my professors teachers before, and I've been like, oh my god, I'm such a I'm such a child. But then I've also <laughs> called my teachers professors before, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> we were we were in the same math class for a day before. Um, our schedules got switched. Well, just mine, actually. So, I was sitting kind of close to Julie. I think she was in, like, the row next to me, but, like, yeah. one seat back or something like that. And I saw her bag, which was CC from Code Geass, and I loved... Which is an anime. Code Geass. I was obsessed at the at the time. So, yeah, I was also, like, a huge <laughs> weeb, and I felt like on, like, my first few days of high school, like, I needed to, like, represent that, to, like, find my group. Oh my god, I, f- I, I did that every year. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> exactly. So uh-huh. I was just like, I wore this like anime backpack, and it was like a messenger bag too, mm-hmm. of course, of an anime girl on it, and like probably like a kind of a provocative uh, position. Very provocative. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of like a provocative <laughs> image of her, mm-hmm. and like obviously as a kid, like I didn't think it was anything bad, but now looking back on it, like if a guy <laughs> had that backpack, he'd be like considered like a hard weeb. Uh. For those uncultured out there, a weeb is somebody who is very into anime <laughs> and is weird about it. Like my boyfriend. <laughs> um, Julie. <laughs> Okay, Daniela. We'll cut that out. <laughs> no, no, I'm gonna keep that. He needs to listen. Also, just open my third bottle of wine. Uh, I wow, Julie, you're beating me. Am I? Not for long. Oh. Uh, <laughs> um, so we were in that class, and we literally bonded over that bag for for a second. Yeah, it was literally like a five minute conversation, yeah. and that was it. And then we got split. And I was, I was what like, what could have been? What could have been? I never saw her again until like a year I think later. A year later yeah. <laughs> Where we meshed friend groups. Yeah, and then um, I helped Daniela with a. Did, were you involved in that? I mean, I know you were involved in it, but I don't know if that was your project too. I helped them with a project because they were all like a year older than me, and they were learning about the Crucible. Oh yes, yeah, so we were. It was me and David. Shout out to David if you're listening. Da- uh, David, <laughs> you better listen to this. Like, there's no reason for you to not listen to this. We're all friends here. Yeah, you're my friend. You like my Instagram pictures. <laughs> you better listen to this. Support. Ah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so David and I were in the same class, and we had the same project. But I feel like David took initiative. I was really bad. I just. Like, I think there projects. was a couple other people in that group yes. that were like part of it too. I think. Yes. Uh. Chris? His names I don't remember. Not Chris, but he was very helpful. He was the he, judge. He just liked to act. Yeah. Shout out to Chris. So many Chris's. This is a different Chris than the this one she dated. This is a different Chris, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah, then, and, like, our, like, this group that we're talking about specifically, they're, like, very filmy people. Like, mm-hmm. two of them still currently are, like, kind of directors. Um, shout out to Sam and... It's not Sam and Chris. Sam and... David. David. Yes. <laughs> the alcohol is getting to me, guys, if you can't tell. And uh, I think, like, uh, we were all in, like, film club together, and this is kind of what sparked my uh, film appreciation and love for film. So thanks, guys. I don't know if you guys know that. You did that to me, but you did. 
So, I don't know if you guys knew that I did not. I I don't really watch movies. I don't know how I mesh with this group at all. But I, I don't either. <laughs> I I I I appreciate people's like love for film, but I do not. I do not have. I will sit here and watch a movie and I will either fall asleep or get distracted by my own thoughts. So, unless it's a psychological horror. I'm which not gonna is lie. on my list of stuff to talk to you about, which I haven't looked at since we sat down. I didn't know there was a list. It was literally right in front of me this whole time. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> We've gotten through most of them. I love psychological horrors. I love Stephen King. I love... What's that other guy? Uh, <laughs> fuck. His um, last name is Patterson. Patterson? Robert? No. No, that, not Robert? Yeah, Robert. Wait. He's from Twilight. <laughs> There's another guy named... I don't know if there is. Uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I... Don't you love David... David... I don't know if it's Finch oh or Flinch. Oh my god. Finch, David right? Fight Club. Fight Club guy. <laughs> Fight Club. I remember seeing Fight Club and I was like literally like... Okay, so... Not only is Fight Club a good... It's not a psychological horror, but it, like, really... It's a psychological movie. Yeah. But the end scene... Okay. I'm not gonna spoil it, but also, if you haven't seen Fight Club by now, like... (laughs) Yeah, right? Yeah, like, please watch it. Um, So, the end scene literally has, I think, the best kind of, like, cinematography. Okay. I don't know. It's just it's just literally a perfect scene with a perfect song. It's oh fuck, I forgot. Um, <laughs> Where's my mind by the Pixies? Okay, and good just, song. Just like the scene. Oh, very fitting for that last scene too. I I was blown away. I like sat there for like ten minutes, just like with my jaw dropped, and I was like, I can't handle this. I made a reference to <laughs> Fight Club the other day actually because. Apparently, there was another movie recently that was very similar to Fight Club. Mm-hmm. And the, the reveal that I will okay. not say in case these viewers have not seen that movie, which is kind of weird. I mean, uh-huh. go freaking see that movie. Yeah. I don't remember what movie it was, though, so we won't talk about it more. <laughs> um, but back to what we were saying. Yeah, so I helped them record a scene uh, for a project of The Crucible mm-hmm. where I played Elizabeth, which is... Uh, the wife of the main character and I was being convicted of witchcraft. <laughs> she was innocent the whole time, just so you guys know. <laughs> Poor girl. I don't remember what you did. I ooh, neither do I. You were I one of the I witches, said, right? I have no idea. Honestly, like I'm sorry to our teacher. I do not even know what the crucible's about. I know it's about witches. Man <laughs> 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 I, I'm telling you, I do not pay attention to film unless it's Fight Club. Well, yeah, I guess after, <laughs> at, well, The Crucible's a, a, a I know. You, okay, I, I know. whatever. Please don't hate me. <laughs> after, like, my, so my freshman year teacher in, for English was awful. I hated her. But at, from 10th grade on, like, that's kind of also when, like, the whole, like I said, like, my passion in film came, but my, also my passion, like, writing and English and stuff came out, so, like, my teacher from 10th, 11th, and 12th grade, like, I loved all three of them, so, like, I guess I just got really into all the stories that I read, even if, like, my main thing, too, throughout schooling, I, like, never read a book, um, obviously, like, we would have to read in class sometimes, and, like, read out loud and stuff, so that, those I read, but, like, I remember in 10th grade, we had to read The Alchemist, did not read it, mm-hmm. but I know what it's about completely. Mm-hmm. And, like, we had, like, discussions, and we would read it out loud every so often. 
Um, but The Crucible was one of those books that we read the whole thing in class. And I played Elizabeth, again, because mm-hmm. I felt like homage to her. And it's a cool story. Yeah, it's very, um, like, I don't know, I'm just really into witches. Yes. Yeah. The, uh, the, uh, see, no, I'm thinking of something else. Salem Witch Trials? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yes, uh, what The Crucible I, was about. I don't know where I was going with that. So The Crucible is about, like, how the Salem Witch Trial really began, where in The Crucible you kind of don't know if they're witches or not. Um, yeah. You know, like, the Salem Witch Trial was, like, the craze. And, like, so The Crucible is about, like, the fact that they kind of just said that they were witches mm-hmm. in order for them to, like, start this, like, craziness and, like, blame people for actions that they did. Yeah, nutty. That yeah. That was a time. Like, this is, like it's not Yeah, fiction. the fact that they, like, yeah. <laughs> it's real. That was a thing that happened, like, mm-hmm. in real life. They killed, I don't even remember, like, the head count on, like, how many people were hung. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't only women. It was men, too. Like, men who would, like, defend the so-called witches. Like, anything. They were hung for, like, like no reason. I was, like, I, so I'm also, like, <laughs> I'm also kind of a history buff. <laughs> and, um, specifically, like, European history. Because that's, like, what I mostly took in high school. And when they, like, the whole, like, French Revolution, I don't know if you know anything about it, because I remember European history was, like, an elective course, and my world history teacher in ninth grade, like, told me that I had to take it because my grade was good in world history. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was a, it was an AP course, uh, advanced placement, and I failed that test, but I learned a whole bunch, and I passed that class with a B, so don't judge me, but, uh, the French (laughs) Revolution was literally, like, after the first few, like, beheadings, they literally killed whoever and for whatever reason. And, like, it was just, like, a mass hysteria, uh, like, mob mentality situation. And I think the Salem Witch Trial was, like, the exact same situation, just with a different cause. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know anything about history either. But maybe that's why I'm friends with these people. Mm-hmm. They will teach me. <laughs> <laughs> I like to learn stuff. Um... Not necessarily on my own. <laughs> Just, yeah. like, hearing people say stuff about stuff. Like, the other day, what were we talking about? Like, this family, right? Like, this this royal family. Oh, the Russian Revolution, right? Maybe. Because I remember, I was just thinking about the Russian Revolution and uh-huh. how much I love that, too. Uh-huh. And I remember talking about that recently. And I was talking about, like, Anastasia and, like, um... I feel like it was the Russian Revolution. Maybe. Because that was another, like, point in history that, like, I really, really cared about. It was, yeah, it was something I read on Reddit, and I was just like, Julie, please, I don't, I, explain this to me. Yeah. <laughs> that was really cool. I was like, yeah, I don't know, that stuff was really interesting to me. And it, like, came up in an American Horror Story recently, and, like, oh, the wow. moment I saw, like, the first, like, pan of the, like, the whole family, like, on screen, like, before they said who they were, or, like, what situation they were in, I was like this is the fucking Russian Revolution. (laughs) What the hell is this? And, yeah, so, I don't know. I guess, I guess what it really comes down to is (laughs) I'm a really big fan of, like, historical murders. (laughs) (laughs) Because, like, (laughs) when you think about it, all these people are, like, on the line. (laughs) All these people are, like, being, like, murdered in crazy ways, and I'm just like, ooh, wow, murder. (laughs) (laughs) It's, um... It used to be a little weird to be so interested in murders, because I also am, 
uh, it's like it's something I like to read about. Yeah. But I feel like honestly, we're just attracted to stuff that scares us. Exactly. Which is ghosts, murders. Hell yeah. I don't think any of us want to be murdered. No. So we. Like I to- hope not. <laughs> at least. <laughs> we like to. At least uh, I don't know. Like I. I like to read about serial killers and just. Hell like, yeah. I, I mean, that's what the whole, like, podcast that we listen to is about. Exactly. And that's why we drink. We didn't talk about it earlier, but, and that's why we drink is a paranormal and true crimes podcast. Um, shout out to them. Uh, if sponsor. you guys want to sponsor <laughs> us, we will accept it. Um, <laughs> big fans. Um, and, yeah, and, like, I love ghost stories. And then ever since, like, I remember I owned a book. That was called, like, Serial Killers of America. Oh, my. And this was when I got really into um, serial killer movies, also in middle school. Mm. I was really into Michael Myers and, like, Freddy Krueger and Leatherface from Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And through those years, I found out that apparently Leatherface was based on a real person. Still don't know if that's fact or not, because I feel like it's fake, because Um. I haven't seen it anywhere. I, I'm gonna say I've read about this. I've read about... Okay, I've never seen Leatherface, but I assume it's, like, this guy that removes people's skins and puts it over his face? Yes, because he was deformed. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. But I have read stories about, like, serial killers, like, removing people's, like, faces and then putting... Yeah, yeah, like, um, um... So, Silence of the Lambs, Hannibal Lecter, he's based on, like, a number of real serial killers as well. Oh, my. (laughs) Yeah. Same with, um, oh, my God, I forgot the name of the other serial killer in Silence of the Lambs. You would love that movie, by the way. You should definitely watch it. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Um, I like scary movies. Um, but... So, like, yeah, I guess, like, when I was into this, like, I went to a Barnes & Nobles, and I saw, like, a book called Serial Killers of America, and when I opened it up, I were, and, like, I bought it instantly, but I was really disappointed that, like, everybody used guns in it, and, like, everybody used, like, normal-ass weapons. I was like, where's my chainsaws? Where's my axes? Like, all my serial killer people in movies, and then, like, now as an adult, I'm just like, wow, yeah, I killed this many people with a knife. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> so, yeah. I guess, like, also, I mean, uh, yeah, like, we even talked about it last episode, The Abducted in, tr- in Plain Sight. Uh-huh. Uh, Luna and I watched that from Netflix. And, like, even that kind of stuff, like, I don't know. It's, like, it's so awful, but it interests me because it, no, it makes me feel like, wow, I'm in such a better lifestyle than them. Yeah. This was, okay, Explain to me a little bit about this. Like, people are abducted in plain sight. Where? Okay, so that one, um, sorry for repeating what I said last episode. But Just, this, like, a quick Yeah, TLDR. okay, so <laughs> it's this guy who, like, was insanely, um, uh, convincing and, like, charming and manipulative, man, manipulative, okay, Manip- I don't know yeah. how to say that word right now, but yes. that one. Um, and he kind of, like, convinced this family to, like, get close to them and then he ended up abducting like the same Ah, little kid twice i remember yeah there's a lot more to it than that um the family's kind of dumb for everything that happened but i think it's really good and you know if you're into like those kind of um like documentaries and stuff about like serial killers and like stuff like that definitely watch it it's interesting it kind of is like wow this guy was fucked up this is something I worry about living in New York. Um, oh, yeah. I have watched, like... I don't... You know... I don't know. I feel like New Yorkers are such a different mentality that you can't 
that can't happen. You could get killed in New York, but it won't be yes. the same kind of killed. It'll be like a drug related problem or you're getting shot. But not like a weird white people serial killer stuff. No racism mm. here. Just same. Okay. Okay. Serial killer. Yeah. I just, I remember watching the special. Spe- oh my God. Special. I used to watch 2020 a lot. Um, okay. It's like a special on ABC. I'm honestly not sure if it still happens. It's been years since I've watched it. I, I think used you to be probably obsessed. catch them on YouTube or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, so I watched this uh, special about this woman that was literally thrown off a building in New York mm. and no one, well, she was probably dead when she spot on the floor, mm, but yeah. <laughs> no one called 911 for hours. So I was like, oh my God. See, but that's different from like people yeah, yeah. Like uh, getting like abducted, murdering and stuff to people uh-huh. in New York just not caring because they're too busy with their own life. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, I forgot what I was saying completely. Um, I don't. This like this was this came from somewhere. This train, but oh, oh god, you're right. Because I was gonna say, oh, you were talking about that uh, abducted in plain sight, but yeah. I don't remember what came before that. So me neither. <laughs> um, okay, I remember. I kind of was. So we were talking about movies and like ah, yes. stuff like that. And Daniela really likes suspense movies. And I'm I'm gonna guess this is uh Bulan Maguli time period, by the way. So, <laughs> um. I remember, I have this very um, awesome memory with Daniela and Ludwin, actually. <laughs> um, I, like, everybody kind of, like, slept over my house one day, and specifically Daniela, Ludwin, and Mike, and the next morning, like, we all woke up, and Daniela, Ludwin, and I just, like, s- laid in my bed and watched um, Stephen King's Oh, Gerald's Game? Yes. Oh, my and God. And <laughs> they both are early people. So they both woke up at, like, 9 in the morning, and I could not. <laughs> so I stayed awake for, like, the first, like, beginning of the movie. Like, I was like, okay, wow, this is really interesting. But at some point in it, I just fell asleep. So I would wake up <laughs> because of Ludwin and Daniela's, like, jumps of fear or, like, the little like screams and yelps or them talking about like scary <laughs> moments and I would of course open my eyes to see the scary moment <laughs> which probably made the movie like 10 times scarier for me uh-huh and yeah and I just think that was like even though I only saw parts of it that movie was really good <laughs> yes I agree I I honestly love seeing King um he he also made uh, Gone Girl, which I think is one of his newer movies. I thought that was also David Flinch or whatever. Oh, my fucking God. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> I know. Stephen King is, like, scary horror man. No, you're right. He's coming out with a new movie, though, I think, soon. He made... Oh, he's coming out with Pet Cemetery soon. Oh, fuck. That's a scary one. Yeah. Yeah. Have you seen the trailer for that shit? No. It's I fucking terrifying. Well, it, it's like it's not that the trailer is like super scary. What's scary is like the sound editing in the trailer. Mm-hmm. So they they play like a music thing in the background and yeah. like at all like the beats, like something will like the trailer will like change into different clips of the movie. Mm-hmm. But like sometimes they're freaking jump scares like in the random like in the middle and it's like Every time I see that trailer, like, I have the the skeeves, the jeeves. When does it come out? That's a good question. Soon. Soon. <laughs> if you guys don't know, Pet Cemetery is a remake of an older movie. Mm-hmm. And a Stephen King book that is also old. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
What's your favorite Stephen King story? Um. Okay, I can't remember if he made The Shining. He did. I love The Shining. But he didn't make the movie, and he, he did hates not the make movie. the movie. Yeah, I heard that the director for the movie was very, very. Yeah. Like, difficult, but not just difficult. I'm just trying like, to remember his name right literally... now. No, he is. He was difficult. He's uh, notoriously a pretentious asshole. <laughs> yeah, but just like he made, like, the actress's life uh, like a living hell. Yes, the actress, the main actress. I forget yeah. the actress's name, but... Yeah. um, like torture, like, like borderline torture. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, what's his name? This is going to bother me forever. I'm going to look it up. Don't hate me. No, no worries. Um, I, I don't know, because I don't... I don't uh, film. <laughs> he, I know, like, other movies he made. He also made Clockwork Orange. Yes. And he also made, um, 2001 A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. Okay. Stanley Kubrick. There we go. There we go. I, I had a feeling his name was Stanley, but I'm like, I'm not yeah. sure. Yeah. And then her name, uh, the actress, is Shelley Duvall. There we go. Yeah. Um... But you know that place is actually based on uh, a real place. Yeah. Yeah, in Colorado. Apparently, the hotel is like not as scary though as yeah. The Shining depicts it. But people will still pay to stay there. But you mm-hmm. know, like spooky stuff doesn't happen. It's apparently like there's one room that's like terrifying, and Stephen King Ooh. wrote The Shining in that room. Ooh. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. Ooh, you know what movie I really like that I can never remember the name of? What? Thirteen oh six. Oh, 1408. 14. Oh, yeah, fine. that's another Stephen King one, actually. Stephen close. King just really likes hotels, I'm convinced. Mm-hmm. That one is with John Cusack. I don't know the director of that one, though. It might be Stephen King, actually, because I know he directs a couple of his own movies. I thought that one was really good. I had never heard of it, and Julie was just like, hey, let's watch this one day. And I was like, wow, this is great. Yeah, that movie spooked me out a bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, like, some scenes in it that just, like, are very haunting. Mm-hmm. Um, but in a very good way. Yeah. Spooky stuff. Um, okay, before we end the podcast, I kind of want to go back to your whole, like, marketing oh, music stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really quick. Um, so, you want to be a, a festival, specifically, music marketer. Yeah, so I just, I feel like um, uh, my, probably, like, my favorite memory is when I first went to, like, this festival in Dover, Delaware. Woohoo! Called Firefly. And, um... It really taught me a lot about myself, about my love of music, just like, but not not just music, but like live music. So, Please tell me about that whole experience. I or will. actually, I've heard this story, so I'm going to use the bathroom really quick. Please okay. tell the <laughs> listeners of this story, and I'll be right back, everyone. <laughs> I actually will write about it on my blog, but I will give you some information. It was a, it was almost a disaster. It almost turned out like like I'm a mess but it became one of my favorite memories probably like one of the best weekends of my life I had like this like natural high after it for like a month but I traveled to Philadelphia and there's no airport in Delaware if you guys ever want to fly to Delaware you cannot because there's no airport because who goes to Delaware um, so I had to fly to Philadelphia, and I wasn't sure how exactly I was going to get to Delaware, because all the trains were sold out, all the buses were sold out, and how did I get there? You will find out in my blog. But it was a great experience. If you guys ever want to travel places alone, I highly recommend it. I 
Uh, so after this whole experience, oh Julie, that was quick. I know I won't. I won't fast. <laughs> so after this whole experience, I learned that I really wanted to like pursue music marketing, and I am starting a blog. Which by the time this podcast gets released, will most likely be out. It is called the Noise Complaint. I noise the noise complaint dot com. I got this name. Because um, I kind of thought about, like, memories that I had with music. And I guess, like, one of the earliest memories was when I lived in Peru with my dad. And he would play his music so loud and, like, literally every day that we would get <laughs> knocks on the door. Literally every day or every other day. Telling us to turn the music down. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I didn't really see it as a problem. I saw it more as, like, a... Wow, my dad really loves music. Like this is his passion, uh, his slight passion. I I don't I don't. I think I'm sure he's passionate. He likes to run, so he's probably passionate about running, and Metallica. But <laughs> <laughs> but I was just like, wow, that's a nice memory. Um, so I called it the noise complaint, and I will be writing about experiences, uh, kind of like music lifestyle, just kind of like listening. Like, just kind of like, I don't know, just like whatever's on my mind, just like experiences that I've had with festivals, with albums. Um, I want to review like shows that are happening in Miami because I feel like there's a lot of artists in Miami. Like I said, Miami is a, like a new up and coming city. I want to like give exposure to artists that really don't have it. It's really difficult to kind of like, uh, like promote yourself in this kind of city where everyone's trying to make it big, but there's not a lot of resources for it. So I will, you know, just look forward to that in my blog. And, you know, I hope you check it out. I, like I said, like music is one of my passions. I, like a lot of my favorite memories come from that. Um, yeah. I'll so definitely you- link it in the the, the show notes? Is that what it's called? I don't know. Whatever. It'll be a link there. Yes. <laughs> um, what has been your favorite music festival? Uh, okay, I would definitely say Firefly. Okay. But I guess, like, <laughs> is it, I don't think there's anything compared to Firefly. But there, that was always, like, my first, like, my first, like, festival. My first kind of, like, pushing, like, my boundaries, like, getting out of my comfort zone. So that'll always be my favorite. But there's a lot of, like, other nice, notable ones. Like, I thought Lollapalooza was awesome. I kind of like to, like, go to festivals where I've never been to the city. And it's funny, I went to Camp Flogna in November, which is, um, a festival that Tyler the Creator created. (laughs) Um. Take me back to November. Yes. So, it's funny, if you want to know the history of Camp Flogna, so, um, Tyler, the creator, created his brand <laughs> called... Hey, the creator created? Creator created. He's a creator. <laughs> creator. Um, he created his band, his band, oh my god, his brand called Golfwing. And, um, it's located on Fairfax in LA. And, uh, he contacted, like, Fairfax... Um, I guess, like, who's ever in charge of, like, you know, that area. And he was like, I want to throw a block party for the opening of my new store. And Fairfax was like, no, <laughs> that's not happening. 
So he was like, oh, okay, fuck, fuck you guys then. I'm I'm gonna start my own block party. And that was Camp Lagna, and it turned into, like, this big festival where Tyler and all of his friends, like, perform. He has a lot of friends, a mm-hmm. lot of good friends that I'm a big fan of. Like Kaliuchis, ASAP Rocky, uh, Steve Lacey. I love Steve Lacey. Um, Rex Orange County. Rex Orange County. Uh, freaking Kid Cudi. Kanye Kid West. Cudi, <laughs> Kanye West. I saw Kid See Ghost. So <laughs> I okay. I love LA, and I love Camp Lagna. So <laughs> I feel like that's like one of my other favorite. Festivals. I was gonna say that one should be also like she sent me videos while she was there. Yeah. And just, like, the production of it mm-hmm. looked so freaking clean. Yeah. That I was I was impressed. I was like, holy shit. Yeah, because it's, like, it's, like, something to make a festival out of, like, people who, like, appreciate music. But, like, when it's the actual, like, musicians making the festival, I feel like there's, like, a, like, higher quality. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, like, smaller things that other people don't notice. So, like, shout out to Tyler. Oh, man. If you want to sponsor us, Tyler, the creator, (laughs) you know what? Reach in here, but I'll take it. (laughs) I saw, I kind of saw Brockhampton. I was really excited about that. You know who I just followed on Instagram? Kevin Abstract? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) He's a gem. (laughs) He, I, I love Brockhampton. And I was almost at the front i would say like three rows almost to the front of brockhampton's set and it got halted by the la fire department because (laughs) there there were so many people pushing and shoving and (laughs) they were like this is a this is a hazard yikes so they stopped the show and um at the same time no not at the same time so brockhampton's set was supposed to like you know go from start to finish and then Kitsi Ghost was supposed to go on in a different stage so so like the they stopped the show and it just like went on for so long like the the stop of the show that, <laughs> that Kitsi Ghost um was already performing and I was just there like I'm a huge Rockhampton fan but I'm like wow like what do I do like do I stay do I go I don't. Should I. I, I Should I go? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, <laughs> and I feel Kids like see ghosts. Yeah, I so, was gonna say I feel like Kids see ghosts is like one of those like kind of rare opportunities to see. <laughs> exactly for reasons, and I was just kind of like, fuck it. I Brockhampton is like, you know, they're a newer band. Uh, the the members in Kitsy Ghost are a little unpredictable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a nice way of putting it. Yeah. So I left. I was like, uh, I have to go. And I ran to Kitsy Ghost. And they were in the middle of performing uh, The Stars Left Behind. So. No. They were performing Reborn. So I was like, oh my god. <laughs> okay. amazing. Um, they were performing Reborn, and they were, like, performing some Kitsigo songs, some Kanye songs, and some Kid Cudi songs. So, mm-hmm. right after Reborn was uh, Welcome to Heartbreak, and I was just, I was losing my mind. I was like, I am so glad I came here. So, Brockhampton, shout out to Brockhampton if you want to sponsor us. I will see you at some point. <laughs> but, as, as far as, this is March, 
Kid Seagulls has not performed ever since Flagna. <laughs> yeah, you know. And now you're going to Coachella. I'm going to Coachella. So at Coachella, they were trying to get Kid Seagulls to perform, but Kanye did not agree to that. So Kid Cudi will perform. But I, that just kind of reminded me, I'm like, wow, <laughs> I made a good choice. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Who are you most excited to see at Coachella? Um, there's a lot of people I'm excited to see, but... Uh, Tame Impala has not performed actually since. Well, that's not true. But the last time I saw, they're well, coming here in, to Miami soon. They are coming to Miami. I might go. In I don't May. know yet. I hope so. It's sold out though. <laughs> I don't know. My dad said he wanted to oh go, so there's a world God. he got tickets and didn't tell me. That would be amazing. There's also a world he got tickets and is not taking me. <laughs> we'll see. We'll figure it out. <laughs> they're amazing live. I actually I saw them at Firefly at my first festival. And then, um, so it's been four years since they've performed live, and they will be performing at Coachella. They are headliners, and I'm so proud of them. Because on Sunday, right? Or Saturday? On Saturday. Saturday, yeah, because yeah, Ariana is on Sunday. Yeah. Or, could, whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm not sure. But, um, they, uh, they're actually releasing a new album on March, as according to rumors. So this month. Oh my god, it's March. It's March 1st. Sorry, guys. Like, I... Yeah, we're recording this on Friday night, March 1st, just so you guys Friday know. Night, um, I don't know when this is gonna come out, but, you know, it'll come out. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yes, Tame and Paula, definitely super excited to see them. They are, they produce quality content. That song with ASAP Rocky called Sunflower, oof, mm. it's amazing. Um... I don't know that one. And I've been looking for Sunflower songs to post on my Instagram. Listen to it. Okay. It is good. And I like Ariana Grande a lot. I respect her a lot. Um, sh- uh, Blackpink. <laughs> oh, Black fuck, Pink. I forgot. Getting y'all everything. Blackpink. K-pop band, guys, just in yeah. case you couldn't figure out. But I am so ways. excited to see, like, K-pop at a festival. That's, That's gonna be impressive. Awesome. But, um, actually, so, uh, I did just to, like, well, it's not as much of a sidetrack, but I did the Disney College program mm-hmm. in 2016, and my roommates were from Cali. So, one of them was from, from North Cal, one of them was from South Cal, and, um, they go to Coachella every year. So, this is gonna be the first time I went, I did the DCP in 2016. So, it's gonna be the first time in a few years since I see them. So, I'm really excited about that, too. So, I'm gonna Coachella with my old roommates. Yeah, so it's like a kind of like a reunion tour. <laughs> yeah, like it's gonna be like not only the concert, but it's also gonna be like a, you know, you're getting to see your old friends again. I'm going to Disneyland, guys. Only because oh, one of yeah. them works at Disneyland. Shout out to Alejandra. Thank Please you. listen to this. <laughs> um, Are those the Kiwis? No, the Kiwi... Uh, okay, so we had a lot of people in one apartment. Okay. <laughs> so um, one of my other roommates were from New Zealand. Two of them were, but I don't speak to one of them anymore. I'm sure she's busy with her own life. Shout out to Shanti. Whatever you're doing, I'm sure it's good. <laughs> <laughs> so Nikki... Um, uh, one of my favorite roommates, we just, like, always had the same interests. Like, we were always really good friends. So, she is very adventurous. Huge inspiration. Um, I'm pretty sure she's either on a boat right now or about to get on a boat. Um, she likes to work in hospitality. I don't know how you do it, Nikki. But, <laughs> so, she 
is from New Zealand, but she lived in New Zealand. She moved to Australia, and now I think she's living in France. Oh, shit. Okay. And she's working on a cruise ship, so she's, like, touring, like, almost all of Europe. Like, as she works there. So, and and I'm like, you go, girl. Like, you know. I, I hi worked, Nikki. <laughs> hi Nikki. I worked in hospitality. It's not my. It's not my favorite thing. You you didn't only work in hospitality. You worked for Disney hospitality. Yeah, I worked for Disney hospitality. That's like <laughs> the hospitalityest of, of hospitality. hospitality. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, so yeah, she is somewhere in the ocean. Okay. And my other roommate was from Puerto Rico. I think she works... How many roommates were in this apartment? Six people total. Our freezer was a mess. Yeah, I was going (laughs) to say, wow. Our freezer, our fridge was not as much of a mess. For some reason, we didn't, we all didn't know how to cook. So we bought a lot of frozen stuff. Did you guys all, were you guys all okay with the same temperature in the room? No. I thought so. (laughs) That's my biggest fear of having a roommate. (laughs) It was so cold. I get cold really easily. Like my house. Yes. Julie's house is cold. I'm currently crossing my arms as we speak because yeah. I need to keep my arms warm. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Oh, yeah. Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> I will see. I, I like uh, uh, Spanish. Uh, oh, fuck. How do I call this? I'm just going to say Spanish pop for now. Okay. Um. So Bad Bunny will be there. Jay Baldwin will be there. Um, and also there's like, I mean, let's call it S pop to match our K pop. S pop, shout out to S pop. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, what's this guy's name? Boy Pablo will be there, he's Aww. pretty sick. Aww. I like Boy Pablo, he's good. Shout out, Boy Pablo. <laughs> so, yeah, be sure to follow my blog, thenoisecomplaint.com, and follow my Instagram at Danny Lions. It's not Danilians. It's Danny Lions. <laughs> it's Danny I'll Lions. also link it. Um, but yeah, she's going to be posting. We're going to be blogging uh, together, you know, me mm-hmm. on Infinity Jewels and her at Noise Complaint. Yes. You Would you know. consider making your Instagram the Noise Complaint? Um, I've been thinking about that. I will probably, for now, I will just link my blog to my Instagram. I, at some point, I might make it Danny Lions from the Noise Complaint, abbreviated, of course. Okay. Because that is a very long name. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but I, my main Instagram will be also, like, where I post about my blog, latest updates from my blog, for as yeah. of now. You know, if anything changes, I will make sure to keep you guys updated. Same. Julie Fan Club. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so excited about things to come i'm also very excited for you i think that's i think blogging is like very um like you might like lose the inspiration to do it but the moment you click publish on a blog post it becomes like the best feeling in the world where you're like wow i agree i've done something with my week (laughs) (laughs) i agree i it's it's uh it's it's not, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna say, like, writing is not easy. I would say, like, um, my job definitely has helped me a lot with writing. Um, I have to write a lot of copy for, like, a lot of things. Like, almost everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Any, like, image that we receive, I have to write copy for it. Um, so I feel like that's helped me practice a lot. So, I'd, like, I'm gaining confidence in just kind of writing my thoughts about music. That's awesome. 
So. I might, um, actually, it's a little announcement, I might become a blogger for a specific website that mm-hmm. I will let you guys know about soon. Um, we're still in the works of, like, hashing it all out, but it seems like it's going well. So, yeah. And my next blog post will most likely be based on Alita Battle Angel, the new movie that came out. And I'm actually reading the manga now, too. It's a movie? It it is a movie. It's an old anime that was made into a movie recently um, by Robert Rodriguez and James Cameron. And I saw it uh, the day before I went to Atlanta. So I will definitely be writing a post about that because Mm -hmm. it's very important for anime fans. (laughs) Let's just leave it at that. (laughs) Um, But yeah. Anything else you want to say before we wrap it up? Um, I feel like I had something in mind, but now I forgot. I think, I guess earlier I mentioned that I like birds. I do oh, like birds. yeah, you said you were going to get back to that. Okay, go. Cool. So, uh, when I was little, I used to rescue birds. Um, my grandpa and I, I live with my grandparents. So, when we moved to Miami, for some reason in our apartment complex, there were a lot of injured birds. Oh. So, we, my grandpa. Brujas. And maybe, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> My grandpa would tell me, oh, it's just these little kids that like to mess with the bird's wings, but in Spanish. My grandparents only speak Spanish. But, um... It, it, okay, it could be that, too, but I'm gonna stick to this is Miami, so it's probably, it's probably the blue house. <laughs> um, so we would take them in, and we would keep them on our porch until their wings were healed, and I would feed them rice, and they were literally my favorite friends ever Aww. when I was a kid. Um, so birds are great. They might be a nuisance sometimes. <laughs> They're a little scary sometimes. They're a little scary, when, especially when they get hungry. I don't know if you guys have seen my Instagram, but I literally have, like, a... What is a group of birds called? A flock? I literally have a flock. I was going to say flock, <laughs> but I wasn't sure. I have a flock of peacocks. Ah. Literally, like, nine or ten of them. <laughs> like, I have counted. It's usually nine of peacocks living right outside my door of my house. And... Sometimes I don't notice them because they're just hiding in the bushes. And when some one or two of them pop out, I get freaking terrified. And those things are freaking big. <laughs> but you know what is really cool? That, like, lately, I guess it's it's the mating season. And there's one, like, male in particular who's opened his, his feathers <laughs> a lot lately. <laughs> and they do this weird, like, shaking thing to, like, attract the women. It's like a little vibration, like a... Oh, wow. (laughs) So I've seen, like, peacocks open lately. Like, the past, like, five times in, like, the last month or so. Beautiful. Yeah. Mating season. New peacocks. Mm -hmm. More birds to scare you. I'm sorry. I know. (laughs) But actually, the first time I saw it open was on January 1st. So I was like, wow. wow. I don't know if peacocks are, like, a good omen or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to take it as I'm going to have a fortuitous year. Beautiful year. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful, yeah. Birds are kind of scary. I've been kind of afraid of them forever. Not forever, but for a while now. And then I saw the movie The Birds by Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, God, that movie is terrifying. Yeah, it scared me a little bit more. (laughs) It's funny. I don't pay attention in class, or, like, in high school, I did not pay attention in class ever, but I saw The Birds, and I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. This movie's amazing and terrifying. (laughs) Yeah, Alfred Hitchcock does a really awesome job. I know we mentioned him last episode with Psycho, Mm -hmm. Um, but I remember I went to the zoo, like, a couple months ago, and we went into the aviary, and I was just like holding on to him for dear life because uh-huh. I was freaking terrified. Oh, no. And he was just making fun of me the whole time. And I'm freaking, like, stop. 
Who is this for the podcast? It is my boyfriend. <laughs> Um, shout out to Mike. Yeah, shout out to Mike. <laughs> for making fun of Julie. No, I'm kidding. In Atlanta. He, he made fun of me for birds a lot. <laughs> um, Birdos. Yeah. They're spooky. I forgot what I was going to say after that. Uh... I, yeah. I don't know. As a kid, I was always like, I loved animals. And, uh, oh, oh, okay. I'll just share this with the podcast really quick. Sorry, Julie. I know no. you. <laughs> oh, no. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Keep going. So, um... As a kid, I loved animals, but my grandparents were always like, no, no animals. Not because they didn't like animals, but because I got really emotional whenever, <laughs> whenever my animals parted ways with me. My, That's a nice way to say it. <laughs> yeah. Well, my pigeons never died. They they always had to, like, you know, they regrew their wings and they had to be let go. Okay. And I would cry. I don't I blame would you. cry. I would, I would be like, my bird. What For one of them, I got my little hoop earring. Um, I used to have these. I used to wear these tiny hoops, and for one of them, I was so passionate about that pigeon that I put my little hoop around his little ankle, and I was like, "Come back to visit me." He never did. Um, <laughs> but like, I love those birds so much. And when we stopped rescuing birds because they, you know, they just stopped being harmed <laughs> in our apartment complex. Um, we the brujas moved out. The brujas moved out. <laughs> Uh, eventually we moved out of that apartment complex and my parents were we moved into a house my grandparents were still like no pets so um, current house current house yes okay so at one point my mom moved in with me and she was like let's get a dog and I'm like that's not allowed like it's still you know it's still my grandparents house like they don't want pets like we, because my mom, apparently, as my mom, when she was a kid, she was also a huge animal lover. She would bring in cats all the time, and she would cry whenever <laughs> they had to part ways with the cat. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> so, so, I guess, like, from experience, my grandma was like, no, your mother, you, you guys are basically the same person. So, my grandma and my grandpa left to Peru. I'm from Peru. So, they left to Peru one day for like a month to like go take care of some like business stuff they own a business in Peru um and my grandma was my grandma my mom was like okay let's get a dog now we got a dog <laughs> I also dyed my hair blue oh nice <laughs> I was not allowed to do that I was not allowed to do either of those adopt a dog or get blue hair but I did those both of those <laughs> yeah I did while both while the grandparents <laughs> away shout out to my mom <laughs> Hey, Mom. <laughs> hey, Mom. So, they came back, and there was a dog. But they love that dog now. Her name is Mackie. We, we don't know what breed she is. We don't know how old she is. She's like a hot dog. Yeah, but she's... But, like, something she's, else. She's like a hot dog mixed with a other chihuahua, stuff. dash hound. Yeah. Like, mini dash hound. Yeah. What is it, is, is it called? What's it called? A, what's a mini dash hound called? I just thought Miniature it was mini... pincher. Mini, there we go. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, some stuff. She's growing gray hairs now, so we think she's, like, mm-hmm. old. Older, yeah, maybe. But I keep forgetting, like, I was in high school when we got her, so, like, it's been... <sighs> How long ago was I in high school? Whatever. Yeah, um, it doesn't matter. Let's not... We don't have yeah, to tell them. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> so, so we got a dog. They love her. They talk to her. They, she's very calm. Like... She, she will just sit there and just stare out the window, just like my grandparents do. Until somebody <laughs> comes in the parking lot. And then she will bark. Yeah. <laughs> and then my girl will be like, it's okay, she's warning me of intruders. Aww. Aww. 
So yeah, that's my story of how my family was rebellious. <laughs> and, that's beautiful. And that's how we have a dog. So uh, honestly, like my entire family is just animal lovers. And um, when I went into college, I wanted to study biology <laughs> so I could work with some We turtles. all did. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's a, it's a very hard major. Shout out to people who are still in it or who actually have jobs in science. Yeah. Biology definitely. specifically. Biology is hard. So mm-hmm. is chemistry. Yes. Extremely. But uh, Daniela's favorite animals are turtles. Yes. So when I went to Florida International University, mm-hmm. um, we have a huge lake. Where, I I feel like when I started my freshman year, there were just a few sea turtles. But now they've multiplied. Aww. Like, by just, like, copious amounts of turtles. But different kinds of turtles. We have the red ear sliders. We have the soft shell turtles. And it's just, it's just, like, beautiful sights to see. Like, I, okay, like, literally my entire college career, <laughs> I would go... I would try to go every day, or at least every other day, to the bridge. And that's saying a lot, because Miami's really hot. You try mm-hmm. to avoid sunlight as much as possible. Definitely. It's really hot. You will literally go out for, like, five minutes and be sweating. And the bridge was, like, very out of the way. Yeah. From everything. Also, no shade. Oh, yeah, no shade. <laughs> <laughs> but I would go, and I would be like, hello, friends. And they would be so beautiful. I love turtles. I don't know why. I, I did have a turtle when I was younger, and I cried. I cried. When you parted ways. When we parted ways. Because <laughs> <laughs> the, the, turtle, the turtle was a softshell turtle. I did a lot of research on softshells, and apparently they are Florida turtles. They look like pancakes, honestly. Huh. They are. And Daniela loves pancakes. I love pancakes. I will make emotes for pancakes, just so you know. If you ever want an emote. And possibly logos for pancakes. And possibly logos for pancakes. We're seeing, guys. Yes. Guys, might have a logo soon. <laughs> a real one. <laughs> um, so send me money for pancakes for Daniela. Yes, Thanks. please. I, <laughs> I like to eat a lot of pancakes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so they... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I rescued... Mm, Shout out to Jeremy. He found, <laughs> he found this pancake turtle, and he was like, "This turtle needs help." And I'm like, "Oh wow!" Like it was missing a leg, <laughs> like, but it was still alive. Aww. So I was like, "Okay, I guess I have to take him in." My grand, mm-hmm. my grandfather, <laughs> my grandmother was always very like, "No, you get too emotional." Okay. My, my grandfather was always very understanding of me wanting to rescue animals, so he was like, "Okay, I see this turtle." We need to get him a little cage. We need to get him some sand. Because turtles like to burrow themselves in sand to sleep. That's how they stay warm. They're cold-blooded. Um, so... By the way, I just want to talk about the fact that she's saying all of this while wearing a Squirtle t-shirt. Oh, man. Oh, so, he's a turtle. He's a turtle. I love turtles. <laughs> Shout out to Pokemon. Shout out to Squirtle. Please sponsor me. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, yeah. So, he... <laughs> this turtle was missing a leg, but I brought him in. And I was like, you will be okay. I named him Leafy. Aww. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I used to watch Witch. I don't know if you guys have Like the, the show. W dot I dot. With all the initials. Oh, yeah. Cornelia was my favorite. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. She named her turtle Leafy. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember what the guy's name was? No, actually. Okay. Will? No. Will. Will. It was Will. I, Wait, no, no, no. no Wait. Will. Will was the main character. She had, yeah, she had the... Her name was, like, Wilhelmina or something like Yeah, she short for Will. You know, I don't know what the guy's name was. I don't either. He was cute. He was one of my first cartoon crushes. 
I don't know why, but this reminded me that Tokyo Mimi was the first anime ever. <laughs> Danielle and I, I discovered, watched. like, I reminded her of Tokyo Mimi like, a couple weeks ago. Oh, God. Because <laughs> I had a crush on um, Kishu, or in the English version, his name was Drew. Yeah. And I, had, really I, didn't, I didn't even watch the show, because I knew that he had a... That he was uh, had a crush on the main girl, mm-hmm. and I liked him too much to see him fantasize over the main girl. The main girl Ichigo. Yeah. What was her um, English name? I don't remember. I just remember Ichigo as her. Yeah. Her name. Yeah. That was uh, okay. Getting that was like a, but, uh, a cat animal version of Sailor Moon. Yes. Girl. It was like one of the first. Okay, maybe not one of the first, but it was a magical girl anime. Yes, definitely, and. Um, when I was in middle school, I, I'm pretty sure it was sixth grade. Like my friend was like, "Look at this book," and it was backwards. And I'm like, "What is this?" And it was so good, Mimi. And that's Manga. how I fell in love. <laughs> oh so my god, cool. Julie, you drink a lot more than I did. Did I? I'm so I. Oh, you're on three. It's okay. I'm on four. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard me open it, but yeah, I'm on four. Julie, shout out to Julie. <laughs> what um, up? <laughs> um, but yeah, that's cool. Animals are awesome. I love yeah, animals. I love animals too. Shout out to turtles. Shout out to turtles. Please sponsor us. Yes. <laughs> I feel like I should name this episode just please sponsor us. <laughs> I think I will actually. Just sorry in advance. I I'm sorry. I I. This is all I think about when I go into work. I'm like, who will sponsor us today? We are a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Help us. Not have money. I'm a nonprofit. Julie is a nonprofit. As of right now. <laughs> Hopefully, like I said earlier, this you will, will become be a big enough, profit. and I will be a profit. <laughs> That's all I want, man. Ah, the goal, the dream. Oh, get there. Yeah. Um. Okay. Anything else you want to say before we? No. Is there anything on your list? Anything um, we need to address? I don't know where that list went. I feel like we like roundaboutly answered everything. Like I don't know. Please visit. The noise complaint. I almost said the Twitch complaint. <laughs> oh, that, I wanted to talk about that for a second. Um, so guys, after the last episode, I'm considering starting a Twitch uh, for the Ooh. podcast specifically, and I don't know what what would you guys think about that. Please let me know on Infinity Jewels at Instagram. Wait, at Infinity at- Jewels on Instagram, <laughs> or or Danielle. What would you think about that? What was your question? <laughs> I think I want to start a oh, Twitch yes. for the podcast. So I that way, so. like, I'd live stream it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'd have, like, live listeners and stuff like that. And I would obviously uh, let everybody know when I would be recording. Because I don't think I'd have a consistent schedule as of yet. But I would let everybody know when I'd be recording. And then after, I would just upload on Spotify and YouTube. And hopefully <laughs> hopefully iTunes eventually still. <laughs> um, just, like, normal but I feel like it'd be, like, a bigger audience, and on YouTube, I would have the visual content versus just the audio, and I don't know. Yeah, no, I definitely think that's a great idea. Um, I, it's, it's, it's nice to have, like, audio, but it's also nice to have visual, and I feel like Twitch is also, like, a very up-and-coming... That's why I want it, because I feel like after the last episode on Twitch, like, we had only, like, a couple listeners, like, obviously, we were recording it at, like, five in the morning, but even, like... We got, like, Javi got, like, two new random followers based mm-hmm. on that podcast. And, you know, I think that's pretty cool. So, I might do that. Um, doesn't hurt to try. Doesn't hurt to try. I already have the Infinity Jewels Twitch. So, I could just, you know, I, at least I'll have my name still on there. Um, but, yeah, please check out the noise complaint. 
Um, and I guess the last thing that like we didn't really talk about is um, this goes back to Bulin Maguli. Uh, do you have a favorite murder story? Like uh, even if it's like a a movie, but like anything that like sticks out to you in your mind, any serial killers that stick out, any movie. Wow. I actually, I can think of a few, but they're so gruesome and so <laughs> brutal. I do not want to repeat them. Oh, man. And they just came back to my mind, and I want to eliminate them from my memory. Yikes. <laughs> um, okay, but tell us. <laughs> shout out to Reddit. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so this is from Reddit. What Reddit is this from? Um, Actually, I, I okay, I know that I went to the top of all time to some subreddit. Okay. But you don't remember the subreddit? No. I remember linking it to this person. So I could probably find it, but I don't know where my phone is. Okay. Um, also, like, oh, no. I don't, I don't think I can find it. I, I went... I, I go through this thing, like, every other week where I just want to clear everything from my phone. I don't blame you. I, yeah. I did that one time, and it was the biggest mistake of my life because <laughs> there was, like, text messages that I really needed. Yeah, With, exactly. like, tickets and stuff like that, and I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Oh, no. <laughs> But, um, yeah, one of them was really gruesome with, like, uh, the Japanese gang, uh, do you know the name? Because I don't, I don't want to butcher it, I'm afraid. Japanese gang? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, the, one um, of the biggest Japanese gangs. The Yakuza. Yeah. Okay. They literally tortured this girl, and it was, like, awful. Like, they literally tortured her for weeks until she oh, died. Man. Yikes. And it was, it was, like, I was like, oh, God. Oh, man. And I was like, wow. Um, I... Oh, no. I'm not going to butcher the story. I'm, like, literally afraid to butcher the story. But I think it was it had something to do with rejection. It was something so petty. Okay. Like, like she rejected one of the members or something like that. Yeah. And they came back to, like, yeah. beat her up. And it was, like, so sad. Okay. So, I guess it's not my favorite memory, but, uh... Well, yeah, I mean, okay, okay, yeah. I don't <laughs> think you could have a favorite memory favorite between, murder. like, murder stories. But, like, one... I guess, like, the most interesting... Yeah, like, um, one that sticks out to you, I met. Hmm... I yeah, know it's hard. Yeah, no, super hard. I I read I've read a lot about like murders. I also read a lot about like disasters. Okay. Like, oh my god, I love roller coasters, and I love to read about like accidents that happen on roller coasters. <laughs> really? Yeah. So this one guy, so Six Flags is just like it just like has this thing where they love to no they don't love to they don't they don't mean to behead people but this one guy got beheaded oh <laughs> fuck <laughs> that's so fun right yeah you go to an amusement park so and I'll, then I'll just having go, a fun day and then <laughs> yeah i'll just go to that um this one guy like he went on the superman ride i'm not sure what city it was because six flags has like a lot of locations but uh, this one guy, he went on the Superman ride, and he lost his hat. The Superman ride's fucked up, by the way. I've been on it. Where? In New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay, maybe. Because, maybe yeah, there's six flags all over the place, but I went to one in New Jersey, and I hate the Superman ride. That's, like, one of my... Yeah? That's my least favorite ride there. I'm sure. I've, I've never been to Six Flags. Wow, I feel like I'm missing out on the American dream. <laughs> <laughs> For the Superman ride, you're laying on your stomach, uh-huh. And you're, it's supposed to be, like, you're flying, but it's, like, a normal-ass, like, loop-de-loop roller coaster. Really? So, like, it, it makes you feel like you're gonna fall out the entire time you're on it. Uh-huh. And, like, at <laughs> least, you know, like, when you're, like, on, like, a seated or even, like, one... Yeah, like, if you're on a seated roller coaster, even if, like, your feet are hanging, you're still sitting down. Uh-huh. You could still, like 
pretend you can like save your life somehow. Oh my god. But with this thing, it's like if this thing gets loose, yours is fucked. You're dead. Uh-huh. So yeah, fucked up ride. Oh no. Six Flags actually has a couple fucked up rides. The Green Lantern rides, you're standing up. Mm-hmm. And it's a normal loop-de-loop roller coaster. And you're standing. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Just try to picture it for a second. Uh, okay, so whatever. Okay, back to... He gets beheaded. So, yeah. So, this guy loses his hat. Well, this was the Superman ride, right? Yeah, that's what you said. Okay. So, um, he goes back... He goes into a restricted area <laughs> to retrieve his hat. But as he's grabbing his hat... Um, the ride is coming, and so, like, you know, people's feet are dangling, and his head gets, like, literally kicked off. Oh, my God. As he's retrieving his hat. So, you know, it's not Six Flags' fault. That guy who kicked his head off must feel yeah. so damn bad. Yeah, he, I, apparently he his foot. Broke must his have, foot. <laughs> I was gonna say, his foot must have gotten fucked yeah. up. Yikes. All right. Um, with that, we're gonna leave you guys uh, with beheading <laughs> and feet. <laughs> um, so yeah, guys, see you later. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good night, everybody. <laughs>